Good morning. Good morning, everyone. God bless you, and thank you for joining us on our Ignite prayer call. This is Availing Ministries, and I am Prophetess Natasha Pratt. Um, Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank God for you. Uh, This morning, our prayer focus, I'm going to get right into it because I'm really excited about it. Our prayer focus is entitled Through, um, and this morning's prayer focus is to encourage and to strengthen us as we move forward on this journey. So we want to provide another vantage point on what going through looks like, what going through looks like. We'll hear that a lot. We hear people say a lot, I'm going through, or God is taking me through something. So we want to kind of give another viewpoint on what going through looks like. So our prayer focus this morning is being taken from a very familiar scripture, that's Psalms 23. I'm going to read the first through the fourth verses, and our focus is being taken from the fourth verse. That's Psalms 23, first through the fourth verses. I am going to be reading from the Amplified Version. The Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. I shall not want. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still and quiet waters. He refreshes and restores my soul, life. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Fourth verse, even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. So we praise God for this particular verse of Scripture. We know that is one that is very familiar to everyone But I always um, try to approach the word, no matter how many times I read a passage, with fresh eyes. Because though it's familiar, um, it is still powerful in its teaching. So I just learned not to take these uh, scriptures for granted and um, just stay open to what God wants to say and wants to do through his word. So now there were a couple of definitions that jumped out at me in reference to our focus, Um, and it speaks directly to what God is doing in our lives in this place uh, and space and time as to where we are right now. So let's talk about um, where we are right now, because when we talk about going through, that's an indication that we are on a journey. So um, in order for us to speak to what's next or speak to getting there, Let's deal with what's going on with us right now so it will give us a better um, outlook on what God is doing in our lives. So where we are right now um, in this space and time, uh, the Lord has taken over completely um, and has taken things out of our hands. Now, how do we know this? Because what used to work for us before doesn't work anymore. The method or strategy we use to solve problems doesn't bring us the desired results anymore. Where we used to apply our knowledge, our resources, our finances, before does not get the job done anymore, okay? What we used to get do to get past 
or get over something, what we used to do in our own strength, it doesn't work anymore. So this was an indication um, that things have been taken out of our hands. And one of the reasons the Lord has stepped into our lives and taken over is because of timing, all right? There's something going on right now um, that God needs to get us get across to us and needs to get us to a place in a specific time. So it is time for things to change. It's time for things to transition. It is time for things to move. And the issue, here it is, with us and our humanity and our fallibility is that um, whether or not, now this is human, this is according to our human nature. Think about this. Whether or not where we are right now is really working for us, we have grown so familiar and comfortable with where we are. We have become so complacent that we have begun to compromise, and we start to make moves to secure where we are, to secure our here. And our here was only meant to be temporary. Our here is not our destination. So if we stop and take inventory and reflect, which I do a lot of, um, on your here and be honest with yourself, you know, you would have to admit that this is not the desired destination. And this is why our here has grown uncomfortable for those of us, and, and I've been hearing it a lot lately, been going through transitions and challenges, um, and uh, this is where we get our focus from, where people are saying, I'm going through something, I'm going through, I'm going through, pray for me, I'm going through. And this is what really stuck in my spirit. Um, and this is the reason why we're uncomfortable. So what we're saying when we say we're going through something, we really mean that where we are, the, the, the thing that's going on in our lives um, is very uncomfortable. And we're in a place where we keep trying to settle in to it um, and be, we continue to try to make adjustments um, to become comfortable and we can't seem, it, uh, nothing fits and we can't seem to get peace in the place where we are right now. So what's happening is God is allowing now the people, the places, and the things that cause us discomfort, oh, God, that cause our discomfort to now make us uncomfortable. Um, and the reason is because this is not the desired destination. So in order for us to move, God has allowed us to become uncomfortable. One of the most uncomfortable places for us to be in, according to humanity, this is what's, what's really going on, right, is because we don't feel like we have control. Like no matter what we do, we cannot seem to get a handle on things. Our uneasiness with where God has us is mostly due to the fact that we can't call it and we can't control it. You know, if you get down to the nitty of the situation, that's what it is. Um, so this is the time when when something is uh, seems to evade you. Um, this is the time when you have to step back off this thing and say, okay, God, what's going on here? Because now what I used to do doesn't work. So then it has to be you. So now let's go to the scripture, right? Let's look at the first verse. The Lord is my shepherd. Right here, I like the way the Amplified breaks it down. 
The Lord is my shepherd. He's the one making decisions concerning my provision, my protection, and to guide. It says, the Lord is my shepherd to feed, to guide, and to shield me. So he's um, making provisions. He's leading me, and he's protecting me. Right? So now... Um, this is also something that is very uncomfortable for us because now let's look at what that means, right? The Lord, okay, he's, um, we, we have gotten to a place where we believe God for provision, right? We, we now um, have grown into the place where we know we're, um, we're covered under the blood of Jesus. He's hiding us. We're protected by him. He's hiding us under the shadow of his wings. Um, the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. So we've grown to a place where we believe him for provision. We know he's going to pay that light bill, make that rent, that college tuition, that car note, whatever it is. Um, but where we get stuck as a people is the guiding. The guiding uh, trips us up. Um, our having to step back off of a decision, the decision-making, and acknowledge literally going back to the scriptures acknowledging him in all of our ways so that he can direct our path is what's tripping us up. Because a lot of times we make decisions without God, and when it falls apart, we go back to him and ask him to fix it so that we can continue to do what we were doing. <laughs> we we don't stop and ask him, am I, am I in your will? Is this what you want me to be doing? Uh, that's our That's the approach that we need to take, especially in this hour. So um, now let's talk about the guiding, right? We're talking about the second verse. He lets me lie down in green pastures, meaning he's leading me and he is in charge, right? That's what being the leader means. The leader is the, the example. The leader is the one in the forefront, and the leader is the one that it is in charge. So him being in the lead means he's our example. He's the example for us to follow, right? So now let's look at it in the natural. And I always like to keep things simple. Uh, I remember in grade school, remember in grade school, everywhere you went, they wanted you to line up in single file. And where I was, we would always have a line leader, right? And so with the, the you had to do whatever the line leader did, you had to do. So if the line leader was standing still, you couldn't move. You had to wait until the line leader moved. You couldn't move until the line leader moved. When the line leader stood still, you, you had to come to a stop. So now God being our line leader really is what's causing the frustration um, to come in uh, because when I want to move, He's not moving, or it seems he's not moving, or he's not moving in the way that I would want to move or the way that I would go, right? So now um, that's really the crux of what is frustrating us or causing our discomfort. Where I am right now or where God has taken me, I can't control it, and I can't direct it, and I can't call it, Right? So now let's hit the fourth verse and deal with the word through because now God really has us in the place where he wants us according to what his plan is for our lives and the place that he's trying to get us through. 
Right. The, another misconception for us, and this is what David was dealing with in the fourth verse. Another misconception for us as God guides us is that um, the longer, and this is for, for folk who've been uh, serving and been in ministry um, and been walking with the Lord, uh, where it gets hard is um, we still in our mind believe that the longer that we've been with him, the more and the more that we submit our lives, that we still have this expectation that things are going to become easier, <laughs> uh, that change and transition will become more manageable, uh-huh, and that we're not going to have to go through difficulties anymore, right? That's our humanness. That's how we think. You know, we should have mastered this thing by now, right? And um, so let's dispel this myth. Because honestly, the longer um, you've walked with God, the more mature and the stronger your faith is, that's where he leads us through the harder places. You know, it seems like the harder the places that he takes us through is going to be. And this is what David was talking about in the fourth verse. So um, let me stop right here now and let's get a couple of definitions on our prayer focus on the word through. Number one, in one, the, one of the definitions is he's taking us in one side and out of the other side of an opening or a location, okay? We already identified our location is our here. The fact that we are moving from our here lets me know that we are on a journey. We are going through, right? So we're looking at this differently. The second definition um, I have here is to continue in time toward completion of a process or a period, okay? Our here, where we are right now, is that we are in a process. And the Lord is not going to allow us to be stuck in the process. So now, okay, what's the challenge? The challenge is that is in this point in time in the process, there is no sun. This is the fourth verse. This is what David is talking about. There is no sun. I'm in darkness. What does that mean? That means that I really don't know what's going on and that I can't figure things out. The valley of the shadow of death means an appearance of something um, because we know that a, a shadow is a reflection of something that is there. And what causes a shadow is that something gets in between the sunlight and the object and causes a shadow. So we could even look at this in the spiritual um, when we say something is getting between us and the sun, who is Jesus. Uh, we feel that um, when we can't hear him or we can't feel him that we have been abandoned. That's another challenge for us. But we got to understand that no matter what um, is going on, um, even though this is a, a scary place to be in when it doesn't seem feel like he's there, um, it's a scary place to be in, but we have to understand um, that he is here, right? The, the challenge is God has led me to a place where I can't see, I can't discern, I don't understand it. I've never been here before. I can't comprehend what I used to do doesn't work, so it makes me very uneasy. It makes me uncomfortable. So even though I'm in the here of not understanding what God is doing, 
I've got to remember the first through the third verses where he lets me know that he is what? He is with me, right? So this is where our hope and our trust lies. How do I know he's with me? David said it. He, he said it from the jump. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He's leading, he's guiding, and he's protecting. So even though I'm walking through this dark place, where I don't understand what's going on, where I'm very uncomfortable. I may not have the resources um, I'm used to having, uh, where it looks like the situation is going to consume me, because that's the other fear, all right? The the real fear is that I feel like I'm going to die here. Mm-hmm. The real fear is I'm afraid I'm going to slip back into poverty. What's our fear? The real fear is I'm afraid that I'm going to lose everything that I have, right? The real fear is that I'm going to be humiliated and embarrassed. Let's get down to the nitty of it. All of these scenarios play out in our mind when we are in a place where we are not in control, and it feels like everything is slipping away and unraveling. But the word through is an indication that God is walking us through a shift. Something is taking place. Movement and change are taking place. The word through is an indication that this is why I'm here. This place right here in this place and time is the vehicle that God is using to get me to my next, right? So some of us are saying, well, I wouldn't have chosen this route, of course, uh, this is not how I would have mapped this out, and that is the reason God has taken it out of our hands and taken us out of the driver's seat, right? And Scripture says he knows the way that I take, and when he has tried me, I shall be as pure gold. This is a place we haven't been in before, but this is the place where our faith is going to be strengthened and mature, where God is going to mature us spiritually. This is the place where our flesh has to die. This is another reason why it's a challenge. We have to give up something, right? Our way of doing things is going to become his way. This is a process that we're in. Here is where we experience God in a way we haven't before while he takes us through while he moves us to the other side of this thing, while he takes us to our next, the Bible says he takes us from glory to glory, from strength to strength, and from faith to faith. One of the last definitions I had before we go into prayer um, for through, and it really resonates me, resonates with me, is a means of transportation. What is the vehicle? A means of transportation is the vehicle. So what is the vehicle? Let's make this plain, right? What's the vehicle that God is using to take me through to my next? It's this trial. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Let's make it plain. This trial is a vehicle. This storm is a vehicle. This place of isolation, it's my vehicle. It's the vehicle that God is using to take me to my next. And those of you who travel, which I'm pretty sure most of us um, have experienced one time or another, you're familiar with the terms 
nonstop when you take a, a plane, a nonstop flight, um, or if you have taken a train, they have something called um, the through train, which is the equivalent of the nonstop flight. So what is a through train? This is the real thing. A through train is a train that makes no stops. So what's happening here is we are in a nonstop vehicle which has a certain flow where there has been a certain amount of momentum um, created. There's a certain amount of momentum that causes a flow. So in our humanness, in our flesh, in our uh, desire to control everything and, and make um, the moves and make everything happen, we are not used to, think about it, flowing this way. We're not used to this flow. If you've ever ridden a train um, uh, that has picked up momentum and is flowing in full speed, when you look out the window, um, everything becomes a blur. When that thing is on its way, everything becomes a blur. When you look out the window, nothing, you cannot, um, there's no uh, clarity. Um, everything you look like look at is blurry. Everything becomes a blur because of the pace um, that the train is moving in. So that's what's happening to us in the spirit, right? So let's stop worrying about um, the going through because in actuality, because of time, we're not going through. God has us flowing through. Now, this flow is coming with blessings and fulfilled promises, but we have to remember to keep our eyes on the Father or we will miss it. So take your eyes off of what you see, all the blurry items that you can't identify. Take your eyes off of all of that stuff that's causing you apprehension and put your eyes back on the Father. So take the brakes off and release, right? So um, release where you are. Take your brakes off. Don't fight God on what he's doing. Stop trying to make things fit that don't fit anymore. Stop trying to hold on to things that don't serve you anymore people, places, or, or things. Uh, release your hair. Let go of your hair because that's what he's trying to move, do, move us from our hair so that you can experience what God has provided for you in your there. So in whatever it is that's challenging you today, change your vocabulary. I'm not going through. I'm flowing through. This declaration is an indication that God is in control. So the last point before we pray I want to share is to bring the point home is concerning the darkness or the shadow because this is where we are the most fearful and what causes us the most concern um, with the feeling of isolation. Let's remember, remember Christ is our line leader. He's our example um, to follow. So when he was on the cross as he was dying, the Bible says there was no sun. And it's because the father had to turn his back on his son while he went through this agonizing pain and the loneliness of dying for us. Yet, he still died. He was still committed to completing the assignment. So now, just like Jesus, we must have the same resolve and stay committed to completing this assignment, remember, we are on our way to completion. 
So right now, you got to decide. You got to make a decision, right, with all of the things that are going on in your emotions and how you're feeling and how it feels like you're constantly attacked and the storm is raging, all of the things that um, that are happening in your life that is causing you discomfort, right? We've got to make the decision in this fight, even though it doesn't feel like he's with us. Even though I don't like this and even though I'm uncomfortable and even though I don't look so good in the eyes of people, I may even be humiliated at this point. But I've got to take my eyes off of all of that stuff and make the decision to complete the assignment. The assignment has not changed. The instructions have not changed. So this is where I make the decision to endure. What does it mean to endure? Hmm? What does it mean to endure? To endure means that I have a commitment. I'm committed to remain firm in a commitment to be true to the commandments of God despite the opposition, despite the temptation, and despite the adversity. This is the challenge today. i got to remember my commitment because sometimes we are so busy reminding God of what he said, but what did I say? What did I promise God? I told him yes. When he called me, I said yes. So despite all of the challenges, I have to remember to keep my commitment and to, to stay true to my yes, to stay committed to my yes, to remember to keep my commitment to endure so that I can flow through to my next. So right now we are ready to pray. I'm going to ask um, everyone to please check to make sure you have muted yourselves as we move forward in prayer. Thank you, Lord God. Father, we give honor. We give you praise. We magnify you in this place. We thank you for this space and this time. We thank you for your power, your presence. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for the mercies that we experience and the new mercies in this day. We declare that this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, we humble ourselves before you and we repent God, for anything that we have done or said that's outside of your will, outside of your word, or outside of your plan. God, if there's anything that we have done to misrepresent your character, forgive us, oh God, creating us a clean heart, God, renewing us a right spirit, because we are a people who do desire to do what you have called us to do, to be who you have called us to be. But, Father, we realize we cannot do this thing without you. For this cause, we are looking to the hills from whence cometh our help. We know that all of our help comes from you, holy God. We thank you, Lord God, for this space and time that you have us, that you are drawing us in close proximity to a place of intimacy, Father, and we give you glory. We thank you, Lord God, for leading us to this place of provision and protection in this day, Lord God. Father, now, hallelujah, we pray for strength. Thank you, Jesus. We pray for strength as you grace us to flow 
through these difficult places, as you grace us to flow through these challenges, as you grace us to flow through these storms, Lord God, as you, as you grace us to flow, God, through tests and trials, God, as we follow through places of uncertainty, as you've gotten us to, uh, as you're taking us through these places of uncertainty, oh God, as we flow through these wilderness and this dry place, Lord Jesus, God, as we as we flow through the dry places, through the valley of the shadow of death, through the isolation and the loneliness, strengthen us, Lord God, as you allow us to flow through these places. Strengthen us in our resolve. Strengthen us in our faith. Strengthen us in our commitment, oh God. And as you take us through, strengthen us to be intentional about serving, to be intentional about being constant in prayer. Strengthen us to be intentional about maintaining good character. Strengthen us, oh God, to be intentional about walking circumspectly before you, holy God. Even in this place where our flesh is dying so that you might be glorified, give us the strength, God, to lay as lambs before you, Jesus. Give us the strength, oh God, uh, as you lead us as sheep, Lord God, give us the strength to swear to our own hurt and change not. Thank you, God, as you flow through, as you take us through. Give us the strength, God, to hold our peace and let the Lord fight our battles, Lord God, as we flow through. Give us the strength to take our hands off of it. Give us the strength to step out of your way, God. Give us the strength to look up to you, O Lamb of God, our Lion of Judah, our great Jehovah, as you move and shift and take us through to our next. Give us peace and acceptance that this is the vehicle, this storm, this trial, this disappointment, this heartbreak, Father God, uh, where someone has let us down, all of these things that come to challenge us are the vehicle is the, that you have designated to get us to our next. So help us, God, to rest in you as you lead us to green pastures, as you lead us to still waters, to refresh our soul. Give us the strength, holy God, to accept your guidance and your direction, even if we don't understand it or even if we don't like this flow. Help us to take our hands off this situation and move out of your way as you lead us, as you direct, as you position, as you shift, as you adjust, as you make moves in our lives. Help us to submit to what you are doing, holy God, and how you are doing it. And let us retain our testimony that we have never seen the righteous forsaken. Thank you, Jesus, nor his seed begging bread. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. If you did it before, you'll do it. Hey, God, hallelujah, you'll do it again. Before I take my testimony back, I will add more to it. I'm staying, I'm sticking to my resolve. Thank you, God. I'm staying true to my yes. We rejoice and give you glory in your presence. Thank you, God, holy God. So we're not complaining 
as you take us through. Hallelujah. Because we're not going through anymore. We understand that we are flowing through. So now we're not complaining, Holy God, because we know that you are in control. Glory to God. I thank you for preserving us. For, and our resources, we thank you for this momentum, Holy God, the momentum that you have created to catapult us to our next place, to get us to our next place. Hallelujah. We thank you for causing us to cross over. We thank you for the transition, Holy God. We know that you are a worthy God. Hallelujah. And we are grateful. We're not complaining. We are grateful. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because I just felt another thrust. Thank you, God. When we submit to what you are doing, that's a surge that propels us forward. We thank you for another thrust. We thank you for another surge, Lord God. We thank you for another push as we take the brakes off and as we release all control, Father God, as you take us through. So, God, I Pray for those who have joined us on the call this morning, Lord God, and those who will be listening to the replay, Father God. I thank you, Lord God. We pray for fresh anointings upon their lives. We pray that a fresh anointing be released right now upon them that would destroy every yoke. Father God, give them a, a strength in their resolve, strengthen their faith, Lord God. Take the take the uh, scales off of our eyes, Lord God, so that we may see that it is you, that whatever this situation is, that you have allowed us. Hallelujah. You said in your word that the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. You are in control. Help us to rest and to trust in your leading and your guiding to know that you will flow us through to a place that you have promised and that this is you being our faithful and holy God. You are faithful to your promises. You are faithful to your word. And whatever it takes, hallelujah, you are committed to doing whatever you need to do to get us to that place. And we give you glory. We lift our hands this morning and we say thank you. We surrender, Lord God, to your will. We surrender to your mood. And God, we thank you for this day. We put this day back to your hands. We commit this day back to you. We thank you that you would lead us to the place of provision for this day. And we give you glory. We give you honor and we give you praise. Praise the Lord. We give God glory for what he is doing. We pray that something has been said or done that has encouraged you this morning and that has strengthened you. And at this time, I'm going to leave space for those. Um, if you are a member of the Gate Restoration Center, uh, we are partnering with the Gate um, in their 31-day spiritual challenge for the month of October. Uh, so if there are any questions, um, concerning what has been said. I'm going to give space for the next couple of minutes for anyone who has any questions or comments. Okay. If there are none, we're going to end the call. Thank God for those who have joined us. God bless you and have an amazing day.